Welcome to Radio Plasma, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas. Conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. You can listen to us on radioplasma.com. Also, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Spotify. I'm your producer and host, Johan Vega. Our sound engineer is Veranice Vargas. And today, we have Full House with the House of Colors. This is a session that is going to talk about all the beautiful things happening at the House of Colors and also a performance that is going to happen soon that we wanted to share with you, talk about and bring the awareness of what House of Colors is doing here in Holyoke. For that purpose, I want to welcome here in our studio the participants of House of Color that they are sharing their Monday session here with us at the Plasma Media Lab in the Gandhara Youth Development Center. So I would like for each one of you to introduce yourselves. Hello, this is Daekwon. Hi, I'm Keanu. This is Tina. And I'm Micah. And also we have two additional guests. Both are coming from STCC, Springfield Technical Community College, and one of them is a professor of theater and English, and the other a student and also one of the main characters in this play titled Removing the Globe. Hi, I'm Emmett. Hi, I'm Phil. So let's talk about House of Colors. Uh, now that we heard the voices of all of our guests today here, the people here in Holyoke that they don't know about House of Colors, how would you give a quick description of what happens at House of Colors, what it is, and what's happening every Monday. We'll turn it to Daquan, who's one of our peer leaders, who can give you some information. Hello. So House of Colors is an LGBT youth-based program for young people to come in. We um, talk about safe spaces and brave spaces, like making safe spaces into brave spaces. We um, do trainings on, we did a, a training on Narcan. We also do um, peer leader training as well. Yeah, last week we had um, a workshop. I don't know if you wanted to, anyone who was there wanted to comment on it. That was about massage and self-care and also about body image. Does anyone who was there want to share what that was like? How about Tina, one of our newer House of Colors members? It was an experience I won't forget. It was like... It was relaxing and it, I felt welcome and everyone was just so nice and generous and genuine. More than I can say like on the outside of House of Colors. Awesome. Any other comments on what we're doing and what we hope to continue to do this year? Well, well we hope to bring more people in and you know have them come and be themselves and feel free and learn about themselves. and. Practice safe sex. That is a big so, part of what we do, that's absolutely. A big part of the House of Colors. Oh, and also if you need to get tested, we're gonna have um, tapestry come in once a month. Yes, for yeah. Testing. So thanks for bringing Always that up. Always gonna test yourself. Mm -hmm, yeah. So our partners at Tapestry Health come in and do um, free confidential STI testing, and they come right to our Enlace office. So that's at. 301 Main Street, and we're currently taking new members. You can identify however you like, and we're taking people of all ages, but particularly um, we're recruiting high schoolers at this time. And this is really important information to know because when we talk about 
safe space for individuals who are, particularly when you refer to high school members, many of them already having a lot to deal with at school, at home, even work, and then self-identity. And when they realize they are who they are, but they don't know how to address it, who to talk to, how to talk about this, when, mm -hmm. where, who, mm -hmm. the House of Colors becomes that space, that opportunity, that support for them to figure out those ways. I would like to ask some of you, particularly knowing that you've been, you've been around with House of Colors for quite a while now, how has been, in your experience, the support? How much the House of Colors has been your safe space? Oh, House of Colors for me, when I first started coming, it was more of like another place where I felt more free to be me, you know? Not everywhere I felt like I can be, um, you know? If you couldn't so, see, that was a, that was a little yeah, little, <laughs> a little shimmy, shimmy, little bounce, yeah, bounce. Little shimmy, shimmy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, House of Colors, and then also learning a lot about right now. It's kind of repetitive for me since I've been there for so long. But coming in new, it's like fresh for them to know and learn about new stuff about yourself that you don't know. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, me coming in, this is Daquan speaking. Me coming in, it was a fresh new vibe. There were, everybody was friendly. Everybody was cheerful, dancing. There were food. It was just a relaxing, safe space where you can be yourself. And with the high schools now, they don't really teach sex education like they used to. Mm -hmm. So we're that space that teaches you how to be safe. And still have fun. And still have fun. Mm -hmm. Tina, how about you? It was a breath of fresh air. Mm. It was like walking inside of of garden and smelling all the different scents. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody has a different personality, so it's never dull. It's more creative and very full of energy. Well, thank you. Mm -hmm. It's good to hear. I love that explanation. She said a garden. A <laughs> garden. Walking in. into a garden. Absolutely. I see it. Can you just imagine So this discussion of uh, exploring your identity and also how uh, particularly high school can be such a tumultuous time, I feel like is a, a good segue to bring us to talk about this play that's <clears throat> coming up um, at STCC, Springfield Technical Community College. And um, I'll turn that over to Phil to give you a little more info. Yeah, hi, my name is Phil O'Donohue, and I'm assistant professor of theater and English at Springfield Technical Community College. And for the past five or six years, whenever we do a play, uh, I try to find a, a worthy group to do a, a benefit performance for it. And it's, a, it's a, always a group that ties in with the theme of the play. This year we're doing uh, one, uh, we're doing two short plays, one of which is a long monologue called Some Prepared Remarks, and then the other one is called Removing the Glove, and that's kind of the featured show that we're doing. And it was written in 1994 by a, um, Asian American playwright, Clarence Gu, who was a high school student at the time. He's since gone on to really, he's really had a great career as a playwright, but as a senior, he wrote this for a national playwriting competition, which won. And Removing the Glove is a very, very funny satire about coming out as a left-hander. 
and it pokes fun of everybody's prejudices and concerns about people who are different. Mm -hmm. And so this follows the story of Will, who at first glance seems perfectly normal, but actually Will is secretly left-handed. Mm -hmm. And to the horror of his mother and his father and his girlfriend and his best friend, but with the help of a left-handed support group, he comes out as left-handed. And really, the whole idea of satire is to poke fun at ourselves, to laugh at ourselves, to make a broader point. And the broader point is that who we are is who we are, regardless of who we are. And um, we're uh, thrilled to um, have with us the lead in the play, uh, the character of Will, played by Emmett Clytus Flame. And Will is, uh, Emmett is going to do a short monologue where Will decides that he's going to come out to the world. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm Emmett, and this is that monologue. Uh, hey guys, it's me. How are you? Can I talk to you for a moment? There's been something that I've been meaning to tell you that's been burning inside of me for a long time. I've tried to deny it myself, but I just can't. I face the fact that it's true, and I hope that you can too. I'm left-handed. I can still remember my first left-handed experience. I was doing my math homework one day when my mind started to wander to other things. I looked at my pencil and I thought, what would it be like if I put it in my left hand? So I took my apprehensive fingers and I wrapped them around that hard wooden number two and I slid it across that page like there was no tomorrow and it felt so good. So good. It, it was ecstasy. I, I'm sorry. I knew this would happen. But this thing that I am, left-handed, it doesn't change who I am. Because I've always been that way. And I guess I always will. So please try to understand. Please. So this is just a little sample, a little teaser of what is going to be presented at Springfield Technical Community College, SDCC, at the um, Esquivali Theater. Yes, yeah, so uh, we're going to do it um, uh, Saturday, December 8th at 7 o'clock in Chabelli Theater at Springfield Technical Community College. And if you go on the stcc.edu website, we do have a link and you can buy tickets. And all the proceeds of that performance will go towards House of Colors LGBTQ support group. So again, um, Saturday, December 8th at seven o'clock at Springfield Technical Community College in Chabelli Theater, Building Two. You arrive on campus, say you're there for the show, and they'll tell you where it is. It's only $8 for uh, adults and seniors and $5 for all students. So if you do, you walk up and you tell us you're a student, it's five bucks. But we're hoping for a big turnout. We're gonna give the whole house over. And we're also going to do a little uh, promotional show. We're gonna have a performance by a member of House of Colors to kind of kick off the show. And, uh, and, and that person is here right now. So I was wondering, uh, could you tell us a little bit about what we're gonna be seeing? Hello, hello, hello. It's me. It's me. It's Anastasia. It won't be just me, though. It'll be me and two House of Colors members. I'll be rapping live, then we'll be giving you a performance. I hope you're ready. <laughs> 
I think I should just up the price, you know? <laughs> so, Anastasia, welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about Anastasia. Anastasia, yes. The evolution. Oh, the evolution. I don't know. Anastasia. Anastasia, she is a drag performer. But yeah. It was so funny because. Um, when he first brought it up, we always thought that he would be ugly as a girl. But I slay. And then, <laughs> and then he turned up as a female, and we're just like, wow. and they were shook, <laughs> shook. The whole world is shook, and they will continue to be shook. But yes, I'm excited. I'm excited for this. I'm excited for growth and everything. And I'm excited that they're doing this for us. It means a lot. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, we really appreciate that. Well, uh, you know, when I was looking around, um, I asked somebody who uh, who has been involved with a lot of charities and stuff, and this this was where he led me. And so, and I had a I had an opportunity to go to a, a meeting one night and meet everybody. It's really it's just a fantastic program, and you know, as someone who uh, has watched sort of all the revolutions come and go, right? Hmm. Um, I'm 63, and so I've kind of watched them all kind of come. And, and everything evolves. And at this point in my life, I know that we all need a place to go to. We all need a place to go mm-hmm. to where we can just be ourselves. That's, that's really what we need. And once we're ourselves, then we, then we bloom. And so it's really wonderful to, to support this great program. Thank you. Yeah. I have a question for Emmett. How is it for you as a performer being one of the main characters of this play and knowing that this performance also has the intention of create this awareness when we talk about being different and everything that is in play with it. Um, I mean, it's fantastic. Um, I, I love that I am in a position where I get to bring aware- awareness to like different issues through performance and that's, it's really great. And this is, you know, I've been different my whole life, and <laughs> and I, I really do think it's important for people to find acceptance and to be themselves because being yourself is never a thing to be ashamed of. And I think this play is really, <laughs> really good at um, conveying that. Mm-hmm. Keanu. Hello. Hi. <laughs> when you're a performer, yes. And as a drag, mm-hmm. utilize this way of expression and actually a way of life. I see it as such. But how does that make you feel as a way of empowering, as a way of having fun, as a way of inspiration for your friends, for your peers? I feel as though when I'm dressed up, um, well, I'm in the process of transitioning. So for me, like when I'm dressed up, I'm like at 100% and I'm so powerful. I feel like when I walk in a room, it's like, she's here. You know what I'm saying? It feels like that. And I feel like when people see me, they're like, oh, well, she can do it. I can do it too, you know what I'm saying? Why not? So yeah, I feel like she's very powerful, but anybody can be powerful. You just gotta believe in yourself. And these are the, the words that are important to hear when it comes from a process particularly now that we know that you are beginning that journey mm-hmm. because it implies a lot of work emotionally, physically, mentally, but knowing that you can do it and that power is there yes. is what puts everything in place 
to make it happen so you can be plentiful and completely happy. Right. Be full. <laughs> Even though, you know, in the world there's people that aren't nice, but you just gotta keep your head up. You know, I'm not going nowhere. I'm here to stay. <laughs> Preach. There you go. What happens when you are not together in a Monday session with the House of Colors and you feel that you need that to be happening right then and there? Let's say uh, Wednesday night and things are going really bad and you feel alone and you feel abandoned and you feel like in despair. What do you do? I mean, um, we use, we're friends in pro life, like not just the program. So we have each other's numbers. We can call each other if something's up. They can come over and if you want to talk, I'll listen or we'll listen. And it's, it's like that. Any issue you have, you'll have our number. If you want to come over, talk about your situations or whatever, we're in ear to listen. And just to add, and then we'll uh, also let Tina talk too, um, that's part of the peer leadership training that Daquan and Keanu have both gone through, through House of Colors, is to be, just as the name said, a peer leader. So someone who's there, who's been through a lot of what, um, you know, may not be all of the experiences or all of the feelings that you're having, but they know what that can be like and they have that they have had training about how to talk with someone and try to understand what's going on so that's a big part of what we do is doing those workshops so they're not they're not making it up when they say they're there we talk about peer leading gathering and having these activities also getting the support from outside that are putting up this beautiful performance and giving the benefits to the House of Colors, definitely it shows an interest, it shows a common ground to be protected. But I'm thinking about how do we create awareness for people who are not necessarily LGBTQ, yet they understand, they want to help, they want to be more educated and informed about the issues that are relevant to LGBTQ community. How an ally can become a real ally. It's all about the right facilitation and drawing in a crowd. If you put it up and not just necessarily, you know, stating out facts or whatever, because not a lot of people listen to just facts. People like a lot of hands-on. So if you do um, projects here and there about, like, say, a play, if we put on a play, it will help them understand. Because we can put on a play about somebody getting bullied and they would feel that pain. We would make them like the gay person and the other people are bullying him and they would feel the pain. So it would, it would kind of make them understand a little bit more of like little things we go through here and there. Is there any resources that you are utilizing uh, for your sessions or any resources that you are creating yourselves as part of the experiences you've been getting through, through time? Um, we definitely draw a lot on uh, the Tapestry Health LGBTQ health team. Um, they're a really knowledgeable resource as far as sex education, as we talked about, but also relationships, self-care. I definitely feel that through the workshops that we've done so far this year, we've been developing kind of how to have those conversations. As far as other resources that we draw on, we're um, 
Also, the fact that we're based at Enlace de Familias, we're based in what's called a family resource center. So part of what we do at House of Colors is refer people who um, might need any number of services from mental health services to help doing a housing application, uh, advocacy in the schools. These are all problems that disproportionately affect LGBT youth um, in comparison to those who don't identify that way. And so um, we do intakes with anyone who comes through the center so that we can identify not only are they in need of a peer support, but also other ways that we can help them in a holistic way, help the, the human being that's coming through our doors and see if we can be a resource in that way. So I don't know if that, if that comes across like that. I think we're really trying to help and make sure that our members are growing as people as well, because that's sort of what allows you to bring your full self to our group. I think that's a big part of what we're doing. Phil, in your experience, how is it for you being involved with House of Colors, putting up this plate together and helping and supporting them with a lot of different experiences you have had doing theater and academic work and working with community. Right. Well, I, I was someone who really struggled in school as a kid. And I had a learning disability that uh, really was never diagnosed in my generation. The learning disabilities that were coming to terms with today, you know, things that we take for granted, like ADD and everything. Back then, it didn't have a definition. Mm -hmm. And to me, uh, school was a place of shame. It's where I struggled. And um, the theater was a place of refuge for me. And theater is sort of what kept me in school, and theater is what got me to stay in school. And I got a diagnosis of my learning disability in my 40s, and I completed my degree at 47, got a master's degree at 50, taught my first class my 50th birthday, and I've been mm -hmm. teaching ever since. And I wanted to connect with kids who were forgotten like me, kids who didn't get a chance. And I think that the arts can do that, and that we can create a safe space, and we can communicate. And, and what, what are the things that the arts does? is that it gives you a one-step removal from the situation that allows you to look at it analytically from above. And so you can watch a play about a bunch of gay teenagers and not feel threatened by it. You can actually learn something from it. And the whole idea of satire is that we can actually laugh at it. But the point is, is that the experience is enriching enough so that when we leave the theater and we come face to face with someone who might be different, we've learned something. We know that they're not different. And so just as the theater has been a refuge for me, and I found my place, and specifically I found my place at this community college where I feel whole when, when I go there. I think the same thing is in this program here, and many, many programs. I mean, we did a play a couple of years ago called Wit, and it's a, a Pulitzer Prize winning play about a cancer patient who's dying, and it goes through her death and uh, the choices that she makes along the way. And we did a wonderful benefit for a support group of cancer survivors who got up there and shared their story. And coincidentally, one of the characters in our play was a woman who had, he, she was an ovarian cancer survivor. Mm -hmm. And she was able to connect with that group because she was in the play. And now she joined that group. So you see what I'm saying? There's, there's a bunch of little threads that we get from all these things. So I really am a fervent believer that arts can really be the thing that can unite us. And I think now more, more than ever, so that, that's my whole shtick. <laughs> Just thinking about those threads that you mentioned, how that big umbrella of being different applies to so many different aspects. Yes. 
And that's at the same time the beauty of how much we can connect and relate to the experiences of being different and how we thrive through it. Sometimes the hard way, sometimes with the help and support of others, sometimes just by following the inspirational and, and powerful examples of others around us doing something that makes us think, that could be me, I could do, do it myself and maybe things could be different and they can get better. And actually they do. Right. So it's such a beautiful compilation of life knowledge and wisdom and experiences that I'm listening today with you guys. It's, it's, it's fantastic to be able to have this. And this is something that Mike is happening every Monday with, with your meetings at House of Color, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, we're making a lot of different connections and trying to have as many of these conversations as possible. Yeah. Tina, any experience that has been outstanding for you with House of Colors? Everything. <laughs> it's like um, I can't really pick just one because, like, no matter what we do together, everything is like mind blowing. <laughs> like I'm like I'm like ooh, like it's like when I'm outside of House of Colors, I feel so close minded, but when I'm inside, it's like I broaden my horizons. Mm. Oh, wow, wow. <laughs> you're going in. Mm. Yeah, it feels more. It feels different, but. Not like in a bad way. It hits different than when you go in outside and then when you go inside, it's like like when you see a rainbow. You know what I'm saying? Tina, also as a representative from the GSA at the Holyoke High School, which is so awesome that you put in that work over there as well, what would you say are some resources that uh, high school LGBT youth could use more of in the Holyoke schools? Hmm more activities, more engaging, and more um, speakers to let people know that it's okay to be you, and more, just more, more diverse, be more diverse. Yeah. More diverse in the kinds of... Like, make sure, like, let everyone know it's safe, not just one specific group of people, and, mm. or like more so girls or more so guys, like everyone. Mm. So really exploring what is the L, the G, the B, the T. We learned there's the T, T, Q, Q, I, A. We, you got to come to the GSA or House of Colors so we can unpack what all the acronyms <laughs> mean, right? Because you're right. We, we don't always explore equally. In fact, we almost never explore equally what different identities are represented. Yes, yeah, because you know how it's, it says just the LGBT. Most people, like since it's common and easier, they just focus on that instead of focusing on everything. Mm -hmm. Make it more, you know, inviting. Especially in the GSA, because it's like we only focus on one thing instead of multitasking, you know. So definitely there's a lot of work to do and educating and creating the awareness in the community for the needs, for the struggles, for how can we be better at addressing issues that sometimes we make so much a drama out of things that could be so easily solved if we take the time to listen mm. and to ask the question about what's going on, what is happening, how can I help, instead of just assuming and taking action based on those assumptions without even asking. Mm. 
as we see happening pretty much every day in our environment. Absolutely. So a lot of interesting things happening and definitely not to be missed, December 8th at STCC. This performance is gonna bring a lot of fun and a lot of awareness, but at the same time, it's gonna be another way to support House of Colors that is providing an important service for LGBTQ youth here in Holyoke, uh, based on Enlace de Familias, 301 Main Street in downtown Holyoke. We are so glad to be part of this group, to be part of your dynamics and your session today, instead of having your regular session at your usual place, now having you here in our space that is yours as well. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Radio Plasma. And And also, the invitation remains open for all of you. Emmett, uh, Phil, of course, Keanu. Hi. You have to bring Anastasia. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. We got to work on some songs. You have Let me to. know. I'll come through. I'll be like, ooh. <laughs> because. I mean. Let's do a right collab. Yeah. Not right now. Let's do a collab. <laughs> As we were mentioning at the very opening of every session, this is more than just conversations. We have a space for performances and mm-hmm. randomness. Mm-hmm. And that's the most fun part of doing this when we are able to break any structures, to break any formats and just make our own. Every way of expression, it has its own ways. And when we can convey those messages throughout this platform that is meant to be a way to express and to put out those messages that sometimes the media doesn't allow, that's the purpose of it. That's why we're here. And definitely we want to have your voices. We want to be that canvas where you can put your colors. Mm. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. We're going to come with a House of Colors mixtape. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so coming up 2019. Yeah. <laughs> wait for it. House of Colors mixtape. Mm-hmm. You'll definitely find it on our Instagram. Uh-huh. At the House of Colors. <laughs> <laughs> well... Thank you very much to all of you for, for being here today, for taking the time, for sharing this beautiful work, and for being yourselves. I think that is uh, one of the most important things to show and to share with the audience because you never know, whenever you share something like this, you can be inspiring somebody who really needs to hear those words. Mm. Mm-hmm. to see your example, to see what you're doing, to feel that power, to feel safe, to feel connected. That is the purpose, to make ourselves be connected and be safe. Thank you, Micah, for, for reaching out and to help this program to be running. Now the, the, the person doing this work along with Keanu and Equan to make sure that support is there. So th- I thank I thank all of you for that, and also thank you, Phil Emmett, for for your work with the theater and and the support. Dina, you're such an inspiration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is our session with House of Colors here on Radio Plasma. Also, I want to thank Veronese Vargas, our sound engineer, Woo. for taking care of this session. All the information about House of Colors, how to get in contact, and of course, how to get your tickets for the performance at STCC is available on the posting of this episode at radioplasma.com. With this, we conclude this episode that has been recorded here at the Gandora Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Mass. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashi Vega. Thank you for listening. <laughs>